This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening. We are live on Good Friday, Seb. How was your Friday? Was it good? Uh, well, it was, yeah, it was better given we've got three points. Uh, I wouldn't say it was convincing, but three points is all that matters at this stage, let's be honest. So, yeah, we'll take it as a, a, a good day so far. Average Friday, moderate <laughs> Friday. Um, we want to hear from you. I want, um, what do I want? What should we do this time around? We did, we've done emojis, we've done scores out of 10. I quite like a one word match review. Um, obviously, um, welcome any views, comments on Ipswich 2, Bristol Rovers 1, um, predictions maybe for Monday against Rochdale, um, general thoughts, but maybe one word match reviews. Keep them nice. Keep them it's, clean, it's, please. Yeah. Keep them clean. We're, we're before the watershed. We don't want to get in trouble with the YouTube moderators. Um, Seb, um, it's been another one of those weeks on the training ground with for Paul Cook. Um, have you seen any any noticeable improvement since Wigan, or not really? Well, obviously, for the first time, he's decided to change formation. So I'm guessing they've been working on something different this week on the training ground. There were no reports like the previous week of players being too tired and knackered after double shifts, etc. So maybe he's starting to get a bit of his uh, a bit of influence and a bit of what he wants to kind of do. Let's be honest, it wasn't a decent performance. But the most important thing is three points. We had to win probably seven of the last ten. One down a relatively, hopefully, straightforward game on Monday to come as well. So that's the positives to take from it. And we know it's not going to be a magic wand job. He's not going to be able to come in here and suddenly turn this lot into a, you know, win 10 out of 10 and, and, and finish in fourth or fifth. We know most of these players just, just aren't up to it. 
Some of them perhaps are on the beach already. So there's going to be a big, big clear out in the summer, uh, and they're going to get replaced with, uh, with 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 stats and 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 leading leading information in the in the it's world. Of, <laughs> yeah, leading information in the world of transfers. We're going to revolutionise our recruitment after after 15 years too late. But it was a a, a decent a decent point, three points. That's the most important thing, and and, and roll on Monday. Yeah. I mean, the, the one word we, we won. That's the, we won. Yeah, Let's go. I was going to say that's the only and, positive from today. We won. And there was a point in that second half, well, the end of the first half and the start of the second, where we didn't look anywhere near up to speed against Bristol Rovers on the back of four defeats. So to come away with the points, I guess there's a positive. Apologies, I'm playing around with my equipment off screen. If that's if you, um, there we go. Um, so let's evening. To, or morning from Brisbane. Good day to Michael. Um, after today, would you want to keep any of the starting eleven, Seb? Uh, I, thought Bishop, I, thought, I thought Bishop played quite well today. He was the one person looking to drive, you know, be positive on the ball and look to make things happen. So Bishop, yeah, but let's be honest, of the eleven players that started today, <clears throat> seven, eight of them just aren't going to be here next year. So you know, no. there's going to be a huge, huge clear out. But but for me, Bishop was the one who sort of looked half decent and looked to make things happen. So I'd have no issues yeah. with him getting another year. I agree with that. Um, here come the one with match force. Dull from Edwards. Yeah, Edward, I can't, can't disagree with that one. Mm, from Michael. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act these and add some voices. Um, Andrew, evening to Andrew. Discombobulated. Definitely There's disjointed. The... Discombobulated, I think, is a fair one. Um, evening to John Dyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was be, all... it was better than Wigan, let's be honest. We've got three better. points, guys. Yeah. We've got three we scored, points, scored, guys and girls. We scored two goals as well. That's a, that's a rarity in itself these days, isn't it? Um, Rob, Rob of the Green, all one word. Um, Noel Squeaky, definitely Squeaky, some Squeaky bum time in that second half. Particularly young, um, odd Toto um, had a few moments, didn't he? Um, yeah. Neil, but, then you, but, but then you say that as well, you know, Holy didn't really have to make any sort of, you know, difficult save. So it was, you know, we, we weren't getting battered. We just were un- unconvincing. That's the term I'd use. Unconvincing. <laughs> Evening to Dave Typical. <laughs> um, Lewis, Shaky. Shaky Cam, um, evening to Eric Clacton and one of the best names on on the live streams. Frustrating. Um, oh, John's had a second go. Tentative. I think I think I prefer your first one. I think unconvincing. Um, <laughs> Andreas not agging about. Poor. Um, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Life <laughs> question. <laughs> it's not that bad, surely. Come Gosh, on. Are you questioning your life choices more than anything <laughs> else? Yeah. What are you going to do on a bank holiday Friday? You could be watching. Um, What's that, Ben-Hur or something like that, you know? You can watch all the Bond um, films back-to-back. Yeah, Grim Viewing, says Dan. Um, but we won the match, Seb, as you keep yeah. reminding us. Um, Shall we have a quick look of the, the, the changed system? Because I guess none of us expected it, particularly as Paul Cook has, has been pretty um, steadfast with sticking with the 4-2-3-1. He alluded to it in the press that he might go to up front, and it was a bit of a surprise to see it. Um, what I would... <laughs> what I should have done is actually upload the squad. So let's quickly do that. Um, but yeah, a couple of changes, Seb. Um, the most notable, I guess, is um, Caden Jackson and James Norwood starting up front. Yeah, um, so he'd hinted, hasn't he? I mean, in a few of the the post-match interviews for the last couple of weeks, he's hinted saying, I really want to give them a go, but you know, you have to dominate the ball in midfield and have flying wingers to put crosses in. And I don't think we've got that. So when when the lineup came out, we all sort of saw it as a as a four four two initially, I think, with with uh, Judge and Edwards on the wings, Wolford then at right back, and obviously NCR and Chambers in the middle. Um, but as you know, it became clear, Suffolk started to to mention it, I think, with Brenner and Mick Mills are saying it's gonna be a, a three at the back, and then some Twitter stuff came 
came out as well saying that. So I guess it's it's a way of getting our our better players in the positions they can do more damage and still having a go at, at two up front. Lam- Lambert did it a bit last year, didn't he? In between sort of September and November time, we did three at the back for quite a prolonged period of time. So it, it lets you keep the three in midfield, which I guess you, you want to dominate the ball because none of them are great in a two and it allows you to have the two up front. But if this was an audition, let's be honest, this was an audition to keep this formation for the rest of the season. Not many of them came out with much with much credit, I would say. I guess the, initially the worry is that left-hand side, isn't it? Which Slow, is not particularly yeah. mobile, is it? Yeah, um, I mean... Poor, poor Chambers. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's he's made out to be a, a the, the left side says the left sided centre back in a back three. It kind of reminded me Berra under Mick played there a few times and you know was getting beaten quite a lot. But but to be fair, he's got almost no protection in front of him with with Ward. Ward's not going to be able to be bombing up and bombing back to give you some some extra protection. So he, it's not really his fault he was out of position. But that that didn't work at all that combination. And and Bristol Rovers kind of written down here as a as a. Th- Three five two. I think it was more of a three four three or a. It was a bit of. I've got the average positions um, from so which I can't put on, on the screen annoyingly, which I try. I'll try to get later. Um, but Bristol Rovers are a little bit all over the place. But certainly, um, the the kind of midfield two of Upson and McCormick uh, and and Hanlon and a younger at top. Certainly a handful, Seb. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think they changed as well throughout the game a couple of times. I think they noticeably went to a back four after we scored the second goal. That's how I seem to see it. So I think they were. I think Barton was being a bit tactical there and making a few changes that we couldn't couldn't really deal with. Yeah, but a, and, great, but a great start from us, obviously. Yeah, and well, let's go straight into it because yeah. I mean, there's not a huge amount of action to talk about until the and the ball's in the net already, isn't it? And um, I'm trying to think about. I can't even remember the build up. All I all all I can so remember should, is the the ball suddenly in the penalty area and Edwards. Yeah, is on look, it looked like it should have been a penalty, shouldn't it, for, for Jackson? He seems yeah. to get bundled over. Edwards is doing well. You know, your right wing back is pretty much in the on the six-yard line. He gets a, a bit of a lucky touch, and then their guy just just sort of slices it, doesn't he, into the into the net. It took a took a minute for me to work out that it was actually a goal, and and I guess it could have been a, a foul on Jackson to build up. But, you know, after, was it 30, 35, 36 seconds? Uh, after that, you're thinking, here we go, happy days. Let's uh, let's crack on. They were, they were looking very ropey at the back, and let's really, really set out our stall here and gain some confidence. I mean, we watched exactly. it on a... On a Zoom with some friends, and we were saying, you know, let's go and get four, get three, get four, give ourselves some some real, real confidence going into these final games of the season, and and improve the goal well, difference because that might be that might be important. And it and it had a feeling of the Plymouth game, didn't it? I mean, it was you know a really energetic start. You obviously get the goal as well, which it took a bit of time against Plymouth, didn't it? Um, but yeah. Lots of energy and lots of chances. We, um, yeah, we were pressing well. You know, fitness level seemed seemed really, really good. We were we were dominating things. Dizel kept dropping noticeably deep to pick the ball up off Holy, and then he was being really, really positive with his passing. You know, he was picking it out to Judge on one wing, and you know, Ward to be fair was bombing on, looking to get some crosses in, and it, it just seemed a really direct and a really, really positive uh, opening. What 10, 10, 15 minutes, and, and rewarded yeah, with the second goal. And Judge is, is is getting involved in quite a lot here. I mean, there's a bit of a lame shot on on five minutes, but um, ten minutes. There's a, there's an effort for Judge, which is a, is much better struck. Um, and yeah, the goal comes, and I guess it's a bit fortuitous in it in that Dazelle I think is shanks the ball out, and it falls really kindly to judge who could have has a couple of goes at it but the second he does well though doesn't he yeah judge takes it really well you know he's yeah on his on his left foot leaning back and he you know at at that point two nil up what was that in the was that the 11th 12th minute i'm thinking Um, 
yeah, we, we fully deserved that for the opening period of the game. We were really, really positive on what we were doing. Players were getting into the box and looking to make things happen, and it was just rewards. But like you said a minute ago, it was exactly like the Plymouth game because as soon as the, the as soon as that goal went in and it was the, the only goal in the game at the Plymouth game, things just started to bizarrely sort of drop off almost almost instantly. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm interested to get thoughts on the chat about this, about whether um, there's some psychology at play here because there's two moments for me. This is the first where Dazelle and, and I, I don't know if there's cross wires, but Dazelle and Chambers, but it, it's really clumsy from Dazelle and he concedes position and possession in the worst possible place under pressure from two Bristol Rovers players. But Seb, it's a really nicely taken goal. Why Holy's so far off his line, I'm not so sure, but then I've got an agenda against <laughs> before you say it and anyone else in the comments. But really neat finish, wasn't it, from McCormick? It was, yeah. Did, did you say he's on loan from Chelsea? So he's got that, so, he's yeah. got that technique, hasn't he? In, in, uh, two nuggets on Luke McCormick. Um, on loan from Chelsea. Um, uh, three nuggets for you, in fact. Scored goal of the month in League One in January, not Scott Twine against us, by the way. It was a free kick against Crew, um, But born in Bury St Edmunds. So oh, I wonder, okay. I, I'm sure he would have enjoyed scoring that goal. I, I think he joined... Chelsea's academy at the age of six or something stupid like that. So it's not like he's one that's kind of fallen through the net or what have you. But yeah, you could tell that he was a class player and he kept cropping up in those kind of central midfield positions, didn't he, Seb? And him and ups, and I thought got on the end of quite a lot of chances for them. And that's the kind of polar opposite to our midfield who, you know, there's there's passing and there's sometimes creative runs from Bishop to open up things. But don't get a huge amount of efforts and goal from our central midfielders around the opposition box, do you? And, and they were keen to do that. No, yeah. I mean, they, they they noticeably after that goal as well, they just started to dominate the centre of the pitch, didn't they? I mean, we, we know a little bit about Ed Upson, but the the, the, the midfield of Bristol Rovers really, really started to take charge. And and what we never do as well is a few times, they have people arriving late, didn't they, in the box? Mm-hmm. I guess with Nolan out, you sort of lose. He's, he's probably our player that would do that. But that's something we never do. Our, our midfield, let's be honest, don't offer much of a goal threat at all. And they did noticeably go into their shell, especially Dizelle went into his shell after that after that mistake for the goal. He did. We kind of noticed that he went. A, he wasn't offering as much as he for yeah, the ball as he had he been stopped, at the start. Yeah, stopped dropping deep, didn't he? He wasn't picking the ball up off Holy, and there were times when he was just noticeably, you know, wanting five minutes to kind of reset himself. I guess. And, and as you said, I mean, the, the problem I've got with our our, our midfield and, and maybe some of our defensive organisation because this formation, let's not pretend that it was kind of a seamless transition into this three at the back. It was some, there were some uncomfortable moments. We'll talk about a few more, but we just seemed to be drawn towards the ball and then left in plenty of space. The kind of midfield third, to me, I thought Bristol Rovers, for the most part, were much more energetic and dynamic compared to us. Whereas, yeah, and and again, again, this is Bristol Rovers who have lost four on the bounce, who are mired in yeah. relegation trouble. You know, you'd expect Joey Barnes to get them up for it because he, you know, I, I'm sure he likes now his record against us is. Well, he's, what is what was it? Exactly. I guess yeah, he won one, one lost one. One so. one lost one. So, but he made um, the big but, deal, didn't he, last year about saying, you know, this is the worst Ipswich side for fifty years, yeah, etc. So, get your dig in, Joey. <laughs> and he so, was talking about the celebration, wasn't he? And the, the whole the hand holding end of the game. He was saying, you know, you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. Well, so he he's to, he's, he's right. He's not wrong. He's let's be honest. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, he's not wrong, let's be honest. But, um, but yeah, they, they noticed we dominated the ball in, for the rest of that half. And I was quite thankful when half time arrived because, well, there was the holy incident one that I guess you're I was going to say. So there's a, there's a few dodgy moments here. Mm. I mean, I, I, this 
Mick Mills claimed this was Chambers. Again, I wasn't paying attention in the build-up, but I think Chambers lets the ball drop. Um, and is it is it Ayunga who who's in and, and kind of gets body checked by Holy? NCL is covering referee pretty quits pull out a yellow card. But Bristol Rowe is pretty adamant this could have been a sending off. I'm not sure what they were claiming for denying a goal obvious goal scoring yeah, opportunity. It I'm, wasn't really dangerous sure. play, was it? No, it's not, it's it's not dangerous. Opinion. He's not handballed it, and there was NCL covering in the middle. So you know, if the guy the, the guy had still got to do a little bit to score because the ball is naturally taking him wide anyway. So I don't think it was a uh, it wasn't a red card, but it was a it was you know a bad decision from Holy to to rush out like that. Um, McCormick has a as an effort just outside the edge of the area. Blazes well over there. Um, there's a moment for Town when Chambers nearly flicks on for. Um, well, sorry, this is a, this is an effort for them where he, he nearly um, plays in a handling, but I think um, just nearly gets away with it. Um, Twenty nine, Seb. This is a big moment for Ipswich. Free kick, great delivery for once. Really um, good on the set pieces. The free kicks were much better this week. Corner's still pretty crap. Um, lovely ball from Judge. I think it is right down the corridor hashtag corridor uncertainty in norwoods i mean it's right in front of him isn't it i guess he's it's right in in close to his body so i'm not sure he can get his feet in the way but you kind of i don't know what you do you lunge at it he's just he's just he sort of gets stuck a little under his feet and he's got to connect properly and got to score that you know if that goes in three one after you've weathered a little bit of the storm then the game i guess could be completely different but you know you you want that kind of chance to fall to that man in the six yard box and unfortunately that one he just just scuffs it doesn't he 37 seb um McCormick really, he, this is a really firmly struck kind of half volley shot, isn't it? That is just wide of Hiley's post. He's rooted to the spot. Um, but, but again, really that one, sorry, going back to that one, that that is them arriving, that's them midfield arriving late, wasn't it, in the box? There was no one near him. Holy just looked at it as it went past the post. That's the thing we don't do. We don't get our midfield runners like that. And also, when we're playing a side like this, we don't, we don't track those runners, do we? That's where I guess if you had a, a Downs or a Scoose in the side, potentially maybe they might make that run with him. But Dazelle and Bishop just, just, just left the guy to to get that shot off. And in reality, that that should have been 2-2. That's a, That was a big chance for them. Yeah. Evening to the Facebook crew, by the way. Bars Barley, we see you. Thank you for the like. Give us a like. Let us know you were there. We'll come back to the comments, obviously, and um, kick off the discussion. We'll go through the main points of the match and then come back. Um, but Bristol Rovers ended the, the, the first half really well. There's a few chances here. The big one for me, there's one for a younger, which is really easy for Holy. 44 minutes, though. I think it's is it Zane Walker, I think it is. I'm trying to get my names right here. Let's have a quick butchers at this. Yeah, on the right, has three players over to let to his left that he should play, and he tries the shot instead, um, and it's pretty pretty tame in the end. And that's half-time, Seb. And as we said, really energetic, excellent first 15 from Ipswich, concede the goal, heads drop, energies yep. drop. Yeah. And as I said at the start, is this now a mental thing? or? Well, we've been saying for months, haven't we, as soon as we concede a goal, where normally, you know, the, the the confidence just drips away. And and that was the same today, even though we were two nil up at the time, as soon as that goal went in, the intensity dropped, the desire dropped, the 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 pressing, the, the basic things, you know, the fitness, the running around, all everything just sort of seemed to grind to a halt. So we know these this this squad is mentally weak. It's nothing new. We've been saying it for ages. But Cook is gonna have to find out or replace him just do the simple thing and replace them all with players who just don't, you know, Stronger mental fortitude is definitely needed because any time we can see the goal, it completely changes the outcome of games. Yeah, and and it, that that set us on a on a path for the the end of the first half into the second that continued. Um, 
Injury worries again. Seb Norwood is subbed at halftime. Yeah, because I mean, he, did, he didn't really do much. Let's be honest. In the first half, so no. I'm not sure exactly. We don't know what what it is. Obviously, I don't notice him hobbling around at all or going down at any point in the first half. So hopefully, it's just precautionary. Um, Drinan came on. I thought that was a bit strange. I guess you want him to maybe hold the ball up a little bit and and look to use Jackson. But I thought having Parrot on the bench. But then you made the point on our watch along that Parrot has had a three. He didn't play three times. He's been traveling and had international stuff in the week. So. Maybe Drinan gives you that that extra little bit of press and bustle and holding the ball up. But I think, you know, a concern that Norwood is potentially facing a spell out again, especially because, you know, he's the only one that really, really looks like scoring goals on a regular basis for us. And he's joining Kane Vincent Young, who we've not heard of since last week as well. Yeah, um, concerning that one as well. And uh, just a quick thought on Jackson and Norwood, it didn't really work, did it? And, no, not at all. Um, but but the Jackson... annoying thing is we we we're not we don't use Jackson properly in a four four two either in a two man up front either do we with Jackson's pace surely you want him on the on the shoulder of the last defender ready to receive you know the through balls from Dazelle, that kind of thing it's it's something we never never do Jackson was noticeably dropping deep in the first half to pick the ball up he makes his runs into the channel but I still don't feel like we properly utilise him how we should given his pace but the the partnership just just wasn't there for the for the first half between the two of them was it. Let's get through the second off action because there's not much really happening, not much to talk about, and I want to get onto the comments as well. Um, 47, Toto has his first stumble of the afternoon. He's, he, we'd been remarking that he looked really solid and really competent, and his head kind of seemed to drop a little bit. I younger, fortunately, um, can't make the most of it. Um, Upson has a shot from range. Um, Judge is foul. The free kick is kind of near to Enciala, but it drops to Edwards. He kind of has a shot that's over. 55. Um, Joey Barton should be booked. Um, the referee has a good one-minute conversation, which had started at halftime as they walked out um, together, and really the referee should have just booked him. Um, corners, rubbish I've written down here. They, the, the, the free kicks was moderately better, but the corners were still pretty lousy, and you're looking for Enciala to get on the end of one, aren't you? I don't... Need to be yeah, I mean, money we, on this, but we, we had we had three, you know, three center offs. You've got Wolfenden, Enciala, and Chambers, all who go forward for the corner. So you've got some decent height in there, but the delivery is just so so poor. There was the one time when we worked out that we couldn't beat the first man was when Chambers sort of came across the man and got the, yeah the back header onto the onto the roof of the net. But the the delivery from corners is just so so poor. We had that weird phase in. Was it February, January time where we're five in a row? Five of our goals came from set pieces. And then since then, we've just regressed to the type, haven't we? We just we just rubbish at them. Yeah, no different to last week. Um, 60 minutes. Bishop is the only man making something happen for Ipswich. Um, kind of bursts into the penalty area, cuts it back. There's none really showing the same endeavour to try to get on the end of it. Um, and it's blocked away. Um, Chambers having a torrid time with Ayunga. Um, who has um, who tees up Upson has a shot from the edge. Keep mentioning these shots from the edge of the area from their midfielders. Um, 66 Parrot for Jackson. It's not really a surprise. Jackson had a, a kind of an early flourish and involvement, partial involvement with the goal, but didn't, as you said, didn't really contribute a huge amount. Either couldn't or didn't. Um, and then Drinan has this weird kind of 10 minute spell, Seb, where he's he's kind of jumping with his elbows out, isn't yeah. he, and gets a yellow card. Um, and then a bit, a bit later on, he's given the referee a decision to make, really. And, well, that one was head, wasn't it? I mean, on the first replay, it did look like he was possibly going to go because, you know, it, when, you, when you get the one view at it, it looks like he did catch him again. When you see the replay again, it's it's head on head instead of elbow on head. But yeah, I mean, when you've been booked once and you've been spoken to by the ref, you know, don't don't let it, don't give him a reason to make a decision. 
and it's lucky there's a there's a little one off the off the ball as well that the referee missed towards the end. The one at the end of the game, yeah, that was a foul. I was quite surprised he didn't go for that. Um, Edwards gets in behind, crosses far too late. Drynan's in all kinds. I keep flipping between Drynan and Drinan, by the way. I'm just kind of covering my bases there. Um, an early ball there from Edwards, and I think Drinan's got a tap in. See how it's straight back. Um, 71, Parrot has a kind of a header at the far post, but he fouls his man. I made one note here. Um, Zuma comes on for Bristol Rovers. He looks like a League One. Um, Jordan Shakiri, Shikir- uh, I thought. He was squat and square, and I thought it was Tiny, wasn't he? Tiny. Um, Handon and Chambers um, kind of still battling here, and Handon is generally having the most of it. 75 minutes said we kind of revert to a kind of a 4-4-2, a very narrow 4-4-2, which kind of had the sense of containment mode and to be fair Bristol Rovers starting to run out of gas a little bit Um, there it is um, write that one down I I was gonna let you have it but I'm I'm reading the the script so that's fine um but that Bristol Rovers did kind of start to fall stutter a little bit and fall away from the match they kind of had most of the ball I, I will have a look at the possession stats in a bit but um about 75 minutes 80 minutes they didn't really have a huge amount few kind of sides here and there on the break but not too much. I think it was it was to protect, wasn't it? It was mostly to protect Chambers. A few a few times they got in one on one with him, and he couldn't keep up with the pace. So you know, I'm guessing he just Cook decided stick stick Ward back, bit of protection, put Edwards in front of him because you know he's naturally going to give you more protection than Judge on the other wing. And uh, yeah, like you say, after that they were faced with two rows of four, and it just it just saw the game out, didn't it? Petered out, and to be fair, which had been pretty lethargic for most of the second half, and this kind of works in our favour at least. We're not chasing the game or. You know, the well, high it press. It, it doesn't sound like we've won, does it? I've got, I keep trying to remind myself we actually won this game two one. Yeah, but when we go through it like that, it makes it sound like it's another uninspiring draw or defeat. I mean, it's a professional performance in respect of keeping Bristol Rovers at bay. But I'm my issue is the opposition really, and and yeah. I you guess. Know, if- if, if it's a narrow 2-1 win against somebody in the chasing pack or in the play, if we do this against Charlton, 2-1, that's a very different 2-1 to a side that hasn't won in four games and, you know, was awful for the first 10, 15 minutes. It, it, it would make things very, very different. Like you say, the, the, the opposition put it all into context, don't they? Yep. Um, 84 minutes, Toto again, turned by Ayungan, just does enough, although there's a few moments where you think he's going to give away a penalty or something, just about gets away with it. Um, some late subs, um, some time-wasting subs, um, but Harrop comes on for Bishop, we think might be an injury. Yeah, that's a concern, a... isn't it? He was yeah. down, and that's a big worry because the game being so close on Monday, obviously that's a, that's a big worry. If him and Norwood out the side on Monday, you've already lost Kane, Vincent Young, that would be a real, real concern. Um, and then we mentioned the kind of late lunge by Drinan off the ball. Um, Parrot picks up the ball and pretty good effort, actually. Um, just wide. Did well. Yeah, did well to get out of his feet and cut inside. It, it, it flies wide, but the build-up play with it from him was, was quite impressive. And that's your lot. Um, let me just see if I can get the stats on the screen, Seb. Um, are you feeling any more optimistic for Rochdale or...? No, we- the most important thing, as Paul Cook said in the pre-match, the most important thing was was six points for this Easter weekend, wasn't it? We've got three points, we've won. Was it great? No. Were there a lot of issues with that performance? Undoubtedly. But we've got the first three points on the board. We have to win probably seven of these last 10 games. One down. Let's get some momentum and beat Rochdale and then see where we stand after that. Um, I'm trying to zoom in on this. Um, this is the kind of momentum 
chart, which I do love on SofaScore. Shout out to SofaScore, um, which I think is a pretty fair reflection of the match. It kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit, but you can clearly see this this kind of chunk here of time from probably about 37 minutes where Bristol Rovers, it was pretty relentless yeah. from them. And I guess they'd be pretty disappointed that they didn't manage to convert that into any chances. If I scroll down... Um, the, sorry, 50... just flick back up. The possession, yeah. Sorry, you're on the possession. Don't worry, go down. Easy, easy. I'm in charge. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the, here's the possession stats. Um, 44 to 56. I guess at this point, do we care much about possession? No, it doesn't I'm matter. Kind of... all, all that matters is the three points. It doesn't matter how you do it, does it? Let's be honest. Today's been poor. We haven't played well, but we've got three points. 13 to 14 shots in total. Only three on target. Um quite a few block shots, quite a lot of corners, not really doing much with those shots inside the box, seven to six. I mean, this gives a pretty, a reflection of the, the game was kind of pretty even. Um, and I think that's Which probably it was, fair you know, enough. If, if we'd have sat here, it was two, two. If that chance in the first half goes in from them, we finished the game two, two, we couldn't have any complaints. Let's be honest. Could we? It was a very even game. We just got lucky at the, at the end of the day. But we, you know, as you said, we, you know, but, but it's three points. You know, we've won. We've points. won. Yeah, we've won. It's three points. We we move on to Rochdale. See what we do there. If we win that one, suddenly you've won. You know, two out of two, and hopefully some confidence might eat through, and we might see a real difference going into the final, the final six or uh, well, seven or eight. Let's go back to the comments. His balls. Um, it's a win. Come on, Cookie Drag our sorry ass <laughs> into the playoffs. Here, here. Although. I mean, the worry yeah. is if we do finish sixth and we're playing yeah. a, a Peterborough and a Sunderland, they're not going to fear much across two legs against us. Let's be honest. But don't, don't, don't you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say no if you're offered it, would you? But oh no, no, of course yeah, not. It is a little bit of worrying uh, how we might feet, how we might get on. And this is Liam. Just happy they got the three points after recent performance. I think that's that is the stance you're taking, isn't it, Seb? Absolutely, yeah. Too right. I mean, um, the Wigan game was awful. Uh, it was important today. Just no matter how, get the three points. Own goals coming to the rescue again, Cornish round. I mean, I mean, judges' goal was legit, wasn't it? Um, evening to Rando. Uh, team is so unfit. I yes, think that that's a, that's really noticeable the, at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, they just they just look absolutely knackered. We've got the individual issues with with certain players, but the whole team just looks absolutely knackered. We we still haven't replaced Jim Henry, have we? No, he's just on Zoom on gardening leave. We still we still haven't got anybody else in. So brilliant. As per kind of Leo Neal's, I mean the club's stats recruitment <laughs> bloody article thingy. Um, it's kind of oh the summer's going to be great guys this, you're going to you are going to the summer is going to be you're going to love it the things we've got in mind oh if you like stats you're going to love what we've got in mind for you um, running in cement ads um, rando um james making some um important points about hawkins came in last week uh, nowhere to be seen jackson looks so long confidence but why i mean is your view um that we're just not utilising Jackson. I, mean, I don't think so. Would you play with confidence if you knew that you'd got, you kind of can play off the shoulder, get in behind? I mean, Jackson's not an instinctive finisher, but he scored a few decent goals, all types of goals really in his first couple of seasons. He just doesn't get any service, does he? Nothing at all. And like, and like I said earlier, we, I don't think we utilise him properly. With his pace, you want him on the shoulder of the last man uh, two or three times a game. Hopefully, Dizel tries a through ball. He gets on the end of it and he gets his shot off Gets his shot off early. You know, we just we just don't do that with him in the side. So it's, it's no wonder. Has he scored? He's got one goal this year, hasn't he, against Plymouth away. So naturally, that's going to be a, a, in, in the back of his mind. But we just, we just don't create any chances for him. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN. 
giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Rob, um, nobody joining things together in the field. Allah. Kante, yeah. We need a League One Kante. Um, Ed Upson more. I thought Ed Upson had a good game for Quite them. Well. Yeah. And we mentioned Dazelle shaky afternoon for him. He really, that early setback, he didn't recover from it, did he? And, and No, but he was he was so positive for the first 10, 15 minutes as well. You know, now it's been making things happen, pinging the balls around with, with purpose. And it's it was really concerning that as soon as he made that mistake, he just became a, 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 a shadow of himself for the remaining 80 minutes, didn't he? Yeah. Um, box, I can smell a late automatic promotion <laughs> push. I don't know where you are, Box. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm what sm- you're drinking on, a, I'm, I'm on Good smelling, Friday. I'm smelling something a little bit different to that. <laughs> um, here we go. Here's Stubbsy. You can. I can smell something, but it is different. There we go. Thanks, Stubbsy. I nicked your line there. Um, David Rowe, who is playing for the shirt? Not even. Chambers had a tough afternoon, left centre back. I mean, not. Not a natural position for him, is it? No, I mean, I, I felt sorry for him being out there, but it didn't work for him at all, did it? I'm not sure we'll see that again. Like, like I said, if it was a, an audition for a performance to stick with two up front, I don't think anybody came out with real real sort of credit from it. So I, I, I'm not sure we'll see it again. If we do, I hope Chambers isn't the, the left-hand side of those ones. Yeah. Uh, do you, would you expect the three at the back again on Monday? Well, it'll depend on Norwood, won't it? I guess if Norwood is if Norwood is out and, and can't play, then it'll be Jackson up front on his own because Drennan doesn't really offer you much of a goal threat. Hawkins, is he injured again? Potentially, maybe. So I guess we might see a revert to the, the 4-2-3-1 um, with, with Chambers. In. Oh, I've lost Seb. I'm going to keep going. Um, Upson looked neat and tidy. Certainly agree with that. Box. Um, Norwich four. Is that right? Can someone confirm this is right? Because I think Norwich have drawn their last two games. But I guess that would make sense. Four points dropped in two games. Um, this is um. Anyone seen Wayne's World? There's a bit where um, Garth um, is left on the camera and looks all kind of nervous and scared. And this is exactly it. This is kind of the worst case scenario. Albeit, if it was me hosting, um, and I my internet dropped out, 
um, then I think we might have a problem. What I will do is I'm going to remove Seb from the stream. So it's just, well, that's even worse. I mean, I I'm, uh, there we go. I'll add a black square back instead. Um, yeah, Rob, um, Rovers first every ball, first 20 minutes. I mean, that, that was the case throughout most of the game. Um, and now, uh, now StreamYard, this is, pro I'm going to do my Garth moment. Uh, um, is this right, John, to assist for Dazelle? I'm not sure. I guess the, the second one is a little bit tenuous. I'm not sure he meant it, John, um, but I'll take it. Um, Neil, our goal difference is very poor compared to teams in fourth to sixth. Um, Lincoln to Blackpool, no way we'll make it up. And it could be costly. I don't know whether about, about you guys, there was a sense, and we, we said at the start, that you kind of get two goals in pretty early doors and you're hoping that you're going to um, then get three or four. And the fact that we didn't, disappointing. But that goal difference point... If you've got something to play for, then I guess it matters, Neil, but um, perhaps not. Look who's back. Apologies. Yes. God Who's's bless the internet. Rinder? Isn't it wonderful? I turn around and I've got a flashing red light on the router. So many, many apologies. I assume you padded like the true professional that you no, are. I just kept going. I, don't, I mean, I don't oh, know I'm about irrelevant. you guys in the I'm comments. Just let me know if you want me to chuck Seb back <laughs> out again. You know, keep going. Just me and you guys. I did. I was I explained the kind of, do you remember the bit in Wayne's World where Wayne storms off the set and Garth, <laughs> they come back from the, they come back from the advert break. And Garth is, I'm having a good time. <laughs> it was just like that. Um, Sindre, um, I feel really bored watching town. I just have to point out that Toto was a huge liability day. Most fans will highlight the fact that Chamo strolled. They were, I thought Toto was just had two moments to me. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't, wasn't too down on him, apart from his lack of goal throughout him. <laughs> this is an in-joke because I think that Ncial is going to score every game from a corner and one day it will happen but at the moment it's not looking likely let's be honest no he, I mean you know what you get from Toto he, he does the basics well he'll head it and he's clear it but if he has to think about anything that's when he can sometimes play himself into a little bit of trouble and as we saw a couple of times, you're sort of watching, you know, he's chasing somebody back into the penalty area. And I'd imagine 99% of town fans are sat there thinking, oh, here we go. But but to be fair, he's, he's, he's done all right recently. And, and hopefully under Cook, he'll get a bit of confidence and, and, and keep doing the basics well. And to be, and in the kind of, kind of same way that we're saying, oh, this 2-1 is, it's a win. It wins a win. Um, Toto didn't concede a stupid penalty in those two situations where maybe a few months ago he would have. So yeah. take the positives. Um, Adam, evening to Adam. Um, team mentality and confidence have been shot for seasons. You can coach them all you like, but you can't hold their hands on the pitch. Clear out needed to still take the three points. I think that's, that's a really fair comment there. Absolutely. Adam summed up a lot of um, stuff there. Um, um, Alec, um, how did front two work out? Not great, Alec. Um, Goals from deflections and goals from midfielders should tell you everything you need to know. Um, evening to Kev, East Midlands mate Kev. After a clear out is the second job that Paul Cook should be doing is getting Liam Richardson as number two. I think goalkeeper, so, yeah. There's chat of Rubens goalkeeper, coach, fitness Surely coach. Surely a fitness coach is the priority, let's be honest. Look how knackered they all are. There are rumours, aren't there, on Twitter that he's going to look to bring in pretty much the whole of the Wigan back back office team, the recruitment team, the, the assistant manager will, will hopefully rejoin him. Um, I, I think he'll know what he wants to do and I think he'll act pretty decisively when the season finishes. I don't think he'll mess around. I think we'll have new appointments within you know days of the season being over. Yeah, and it feels like some of the contract news that we're expecting is to be announced quite soon as well. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, doesn't it, Thomas is gone and Hughes, it sounds like, has gone. So I think they'll start to and announce some early departures before the main retained list is sent out. Don't they have, there's a certain date, isn't there, where they have to trigger certain, op the, the ones that have got options have to be done by a certain date, I think. Um, okay. So I guess when that date ticks past, we'll, we'll know exactly what the state of play is. We'll know where we stand. Neil, it's said it doesn't feel like we actually win. We did win, we, Neil. Right? Yeah. And maybe it's our fault. Maybe it's my fault. Um, we won. We, you know, I'll put the league table up in a minute and 
you know, it's not looking too bad. So, yeah, and as Bits are saying, Wickham managed to ride their luck virtually all last season, then COVID came the right time as they were dipping. If they can go up, then Ipswich can ride their luck. Luck is all we need. Luck is our 12th man. Luck is all you need. Um, I'm doing my Ben impression now, aren't I? Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Balls, getting me in trouble. We need another keeper. How about ex Barnsley Adam Davis? Really rated him. Thoughts on the goalkeeper, Seb? Is that one of your I, big issues for the summer? Um, it's not. Well, it, it's, it's, I guess it's a priority in terms of I don't think Holy or Cornell are good enough. But the fact they've both got another year on their contract would suggest that it's not going to be the easiest thing to solve. You know, I'm not sure anyone's going to come in and look to take them. So I guess it, it, it will depend how Cook wants to play. If he's looking to maybe play out from the back, then we need a change. Obviously, you've got your personal agenda against Thomas Holy. So, you know, you'll be beating the drum for him to be released or sold pretty pretty soon. Um, but for me, I think personally that the goals and the creativity are, are much more pressing than those two. I mean, that's just a reminder to Seb, everyone, that um, who's in control of the stream. Um, there wow. we go. I'll let you come back. I just, wow. just, just to remind you who's in charge here <laughs> um, as you get those digs in. Um, Robin. Robin's not standing for much here. Jackson needs to leave. He needs a team, team built around him, and it isn't good enough. I, I, I kind of feel really sorry for Jackson. I, Jackson strikes me, and I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong, as one of these players that will leave Ipswich and, and probably score, do quite well. Else, yeah. I, I mean, I with with hindsight, we should have taken the, the what was it, 1.5, 1.7 yeah. million from Bournemouth in the summer. Whatever that bid was, that should have been snapped up and reinvested in the side. Obviously, we didn't for whatever reasons, but he's not looked the same player. But I, I, like you, I get the impression if he goes somewhere else, he'll do okay for himself because he's got that one thing that you can't coach, you know, pace. We don't utilize it properly. But I think if you get him in a proper side and play him in the right way with decent service, I, I, I think he'd do okay. Yeah, and I think he's a really good option as an impact sub as well, maybe. But yeah, it's not his fault. He's in a crap team that can't create chances. Um, I don't play him properly. But I, I can kind of get the frustration because there's there's been big money spent on him. Blame Paul Hurst if you're going to blame anyone. Um, his bits, um, statistics, now the new recruitment tool, tool. Does that mean Joe Ferris will be employed for his knowledge of football <laughs> manager? Um, he had, Joe's role for football manager is just scoring Ipswich players though so I'm not sure he's going to be it's other every club has got a scout so maybe Joe's got the inside track on who's who's good on um, football manager um evening to Andy a win's a win whatever we look look at it. yeah bring the positivity yeah Let's have some positivity folks let's um it's it's a, it's a bank holiday weekend long weekend three points sun's out at least in the midlands so yeah yeah up north as well and let's be honest given the results above us it was an important win today because if we'd have dropped points today things would have started to look really really bad um dave giving us the inside track from cook's post-match great 10 minutes then a terrible 80 i think that pretty much sums it up the good thing about paul cook and we've mentioned this a few times is he doesn't whitewash stuff when he when he answers a question and He's kind of sloppy shouldering and deflecting a few questions, which, to be fair, I guess you'd expect him to on some of these topics. You generally get the truth from me. He doesn't kind of yeah. doesn't try to lie or um, pull the wool over your eyes. It wasn't, in, you know, we didn't couldn't have asked for any more. Blah blah blah. Big he pubs. does. He doesn't treat us like idiots, does he? Like the previous manager did, where he's coming out every week saying playing really well, etc. You know, I, I like that about him. He's very very honest. Um, Bits, cannot wait for Blue Monday 24-7, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you can still find the advert for that. Um, if if you guys want to, we need to do a, maybe a crowdsourced or, a, you know, one of those. I, um, I need better internet as well. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. To make, yeah. to make that happen. 24-7, well, yeah, we need to, we'll just have a studio, Seb. Um, so if, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed um, that video that we cobbled together for um, yesterday. What was yesterday? The 1st of April it was, wasn't it? Um, 
<laughs> Biles is Royce ready for a loan? We need this attacking threat. <laughs> How old is Royce now? He's probably forty-two. Is he? I'd still. Would you not for set pieces alone? You'd have him surely. Do a job. Um, just one... just for corners and, and free kicks. There you go, Seb. Love the new Richwood. Uh, yeah, keep those comments coming in. They'll always get posted on here. Um, Michael, good observation, which I haven't had for a while. Town defenders let the ball bounce so many times instead of heading the ball away. Yeah, Chambers and Enciala, I think, both had moments like this, um, which is uh, factually correct. What was your thoughts on Wolfenden today? He didn't really... Just anonymous, really, wasn't he? He didn't, didn't do really... much right or no. wrong, did he? No, I, I kind of forgot he was playing at one point. He wasn't really involved that much. Um, Dizel was the one dropping deep to pick the ball up off Holy, so he wasn't even doing the passing out from the back. He was just sort of there, but didn't do anything wrong, didn't do anything great, you know, just 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 was there as a body, I guess. I'm not sure he's a right back, though. You know, I guess if, if Vincent Young is going to be out for the season, uh, is, is Chambers surely better to maybe move back to that position? Because Wolfenden, for me, doesn't look... I know, I know he did it at Swindon, he's done it for us in the past, but you know, for, for me, we went to the four four two. Maybe it was tactical, but he noticeably wasn't looking to, to, to get forward much. And you still got the, the mobility thing. Wolfen and Young should be a bit fitter and, and yeah. therefore probably a bit quicker, but he doesn't really offer a huge amount of... You know, there's, there's a point, a few points where he, he got up the pitch, um, but he's not kind of an attacking fullback, is he, in any, any sense? So, I guess, yeah. I guess Matheson is the one. If Matheson can get himself oh, fit, yeah. he could probably get himself into the side for the remaining 10 games of the season because he's the most natural replacement to Vincent Young, isn't he? You know, the pace, the the energy, the running, the directness. He's he's the natural person to come in, but we don't know what the what the issue is with him. You know, he's not been seen now for probably 10 games, has he? Mm. It's just a knock they describe it as. Lord Ronald. Evening to you, Lord Ronald. Um just so frustrating not to be more potent this season. The other teams are so inconsistent and weak. I can't imagine the league being as weak next year with Sheffield Wednesday or Birmingham down. Bolton may be back. Um, Cambridge feel like they've got momentum about them. There's quite a few yeah. teams kind of challenging one of, yeah, the yeah. top of the league too. So. One of the big boys might not make it up, you know, so you could still have a Harlow Peterborough or Sunderland down here as well. It's, it's yeah. only going to get tougher. Exactly. But don't worry, we're going to recruit with stats and that's going to sort it. It is. Um, we want to hear from you predictions for um, Monday, either predictions for the team or predictions for the scoreline. I'll take either. Um, Bits has come back and said um, thigh injury for Norwood. That's a concern um, then, isn't it? Um, so make of that what you will. Um, what else have we got? Any? Oh, Robert, any news or updates on the takeover? Or is it there? So we've got this extension to the... Land um, registry search, yeah. Yeah. What do you? I mean, what do you is make? That, is of that this? not more of an admin thing, though, just to keep it going? Because it was due to expire, wasn't it? So is that just prolonging it? I mean, I guess the problem is if we get into the playoffs, there's no, there's no, there's no. We we know that when it, when the team started doing better and got to sixth, Evan seemed to sort of maybe change his mind, and the rumours came out that it had all stalled. So, um, you know. If we if we do well on the pitch, are we going to harm ourselves off the pitch? We just need Evans to be decisive, make the right decision, and 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 look to move aside for the for the good of the club. Yeah, the, the um, well, we're back on Monday for the the podcast. We'll kind of we'll do a the kind of match review for Rochdale and do a proper pod. The guys are going to talk about the blue action mm-hmm. banner, which we re, re, retweeted in their statement. Um, so we'll do, we'll drill into that a little bit more um on Monday. Um, but Seb. Uh, as I said, as I've mentioned possibly last week, there's a target now kind of on, on Evan's back, really. Absolutely. And, and yeah. the way that he's orchestrated this takeover, you know, when when things were looking really bleak in the winter, and a lot of people have been saying this on Twitter, the takeover suddenly looked like it was going to happen. Paul Cook comes in, we, and we've got that little run of form, um, and the takeover then starts to stall a few weeks later. And now the land registry searches are extended, as you said. Might be mm. a coincidence. 
and the takeover might be back on or he's back kind of on. keeping his keeping the kind of eyes he, in the fire it just feels like he needs to make a decision doesn't he but unless he's going to dramatically change his business model and his investment for this summer coming what's the point of him holding on to us you know i mean yeah. he, 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 our natural ceiling with him is probably what 15th in the championship is he going to get that much more money if he if we go up? And let's be honest, these this consortium is not looking to buy Ipswich Town Football Club, are they? They want to buy an English side and 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 develop it. So I don't think they'll hang around too long, and they could well look to to move on to somebody else. And wouldn't it be just absolutely typical us if they go and buy somebody else who then advanced throughout the leagues, and we're still stuck with Evans with with no prospect of a takeover in the future? It's it's just it, he needs to be decisive, do the right thing, and and step aside. Um, it might be that we're having technical issues uh, of getting some comments that um, stuff is going wrong. So we hope that you can still hear and see us. Um, we will power through and hope for the best. Um, I just want to, I, I, Robin, I see you and that comment. I won't put that up on the screen, but it's available in the chat if you want to go looking for it. Um, here's bars on the takeover as well. New going has come in. We're still in League One. Five million to spend in the, in the oh. division. Who would you try and sign? I mean, I guess I would start by saying we don't, I wouldn't want you five don't need million. That. Yeah, you don't need that. Not in this league. This summer. Yeah, no, you don't need that in this league at all. You know, you could, you could, the amount of players that are going to be available as well on, on free transfers and, you know, out of contract, you could probably build the side he wants with, uh, uh, w- without spending too much at all. If I, if it was fantasy football and I could attract anybody on a realistic basis, I'd quite like the, the Portsmouth guys at Curtis, the winger. He always plays well against us and he offers a bit of creativity and pace and goals. So I think he'd be my, my choice. I think it was so we would uh, it was a link for this week for a winger from Scunthorpe. I forget his name. I'm gonna have to look it up very quickly. Um, and a striker from Scotland as well, wasn't there? Yeah, a lot, a lot of people kind of feeling down on on those kind of links, and I I, I kind of feel like we've done the 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 trawling the championship to bring players down from the championship. That doesn't work for me. I'd quite like squad players, proper players, pros that have have, have proven it at League One level. And you want the up-and-comers, don't you? You don't, you don't want people at the end the of their... Well. Yeah, but also you don't want people at the end of their career. You know, so many times we sign a, a Stephen Ward, uh, Judge has arguably been on his way down. You know, you want that up-and-coming player who's really got something to prove and wants to look to move up, uh, move up the levels. We, we, we always seem to sign players at the, at the wrong end of the career rather than the, yes. the progressive end. Um, evening to Callum. Um, thoughts on Rovers, Seb? I thought um, definitely shaky at the back but very tidy in midfield and two forwards that I think would put the panic in most League One defences. Yeah, definitely agree with that. They the, the midfield I thought was decent. We know Ed Upson um from in the past. But yeah, I thought they were decent, decent in midfield, dominated and um and, and, and were a good good side, yeah. Shall I put uh, it's a good prompt, um, Callum. Let's just have a look at the league table. And I'm again, I'm hoping the technology is working because no one's telling me anything on the chat and no one's messaging me to go, it's not working. Um, so let's let's have a look at the um, the league table and probably more for the predicament that um, Bristol Rovers find themselves in. But always good to remind ourselves that we won today, guys. We did <laughs> win today. Um, hopefully you can see that. Um, good. Where are we? There we go. So um, quickly look at it, Ipswich. Um, ninth position on 58 points. Um, two points off the playoffs, Seb, but having played a game more. Um, and then well, it's, it's Blackpool's to lose, let's be honest, isn't it? They're, they're the ones that have this crazy run of form. It's kind of theirs to lose. And I think that Charlton game is going to be a big, big game in a couple of weeks' time. 
Yeah, and Nigel Adkins is coming at Charlton, and they're looking decent. They won today against Doncaster, who have fallen away since, which you kind of would expect um, after Darren Moore left the club, um, and probably starting to look a bit of a test or a, a bit of a stretch for the likes of Oxford, MK Dons, Accrington, um, who Accrington have had a bit of a turn. But look at MK Dons, four wins in the bounce. Um, never say never for Accrington. And down the bottom, um, Bristol Rovers. Yeah, I mean, it's... Three points from safety. Um, win for Northampton today, not helpful. Burton's kind of resurgence stuttered a little yeah. bit. It's looking a bit tough for Bristol Rose. Five defeats now in a row after today. Um, it would be a shame to see them go down, not, not only because um, I quite like Bristol Rovers. I'm not a big fan of Joey Barton, um, but I know the Ipswich Town Southwest supporters group Um uh, supportive of Bristol Rovers, and that was it's always a potential meetup opportunity. Which, if Rovers go go down to League Two and Bristol City, they're obviously not going to get relegated from the champ. There's not a huge amount of Southwest interest there, but it's it's a tough ask for for Joey Barton, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, five games on the bounce, and and they didn't. Uh, the goal was a gift from our mistake from Dizelle. Apart from that, there weren't that many opportunities were there for to, to really test Holy. So I guess I guess goals are a real real problem for them. I mean, I I would be going back to the question that we were asked about um, signings for the summer. I'd, I younger is a player that I quite like the look of, yeah. kind of physical, pacey, tough striker. I think that's the kind of presence we need. Him and Norwood up front would be pretty exciting to watch. So, um, yeah, all the best, Callum, and to Bristol Rovers. Keeping our fingers crossed that Joey Barton can pull off some kind of miracle and hopefully, as I say, a bit, you know, if Ipswich go, if Ipswich goes to the playoffs, it's, it's irrelevant, but um, maybe a, a nice away day for us at Bristol Rovers next season. Knock, knock, knock on lots of kind of wood. Um, what else um, have we got in the comments just to finish you off? Um, still want to hear your thoughts on Rochdale on Monday, predictions, lineups and so on. Um, here's Gary. Come on, Gary. Um, a match that we could have so easily have lost um, against the second from the side. It beggars belief to why we, we struggle so much. Um, even eighth, um, even eighth, both strikers. I guess that's even, even with both strikers up front. I assume. With, it's, uh... Let's wait with Beta Breath for better performance against Rochdale. I mean, you have to hope. Um, what did we say about Rochdale today? Let me have. What did, did I give you the Rochdale score? They lost to Pompey, didn't they? Did they lose to Pompey? Of course they did. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a win for that. They beat uh, Lincoln a few weeks back, drew with Peterborough, um, and then back down to earth against. That's a it's a rock hard run of games um, yeah. for them. I, um, I, I, I'm quietly confident for Monday. I think today's performance hasn't really done too much to instill that, but I think we will win that. I, I, I'm going to go for a one nil personally. I, I think we'll, I think we'll dig it out there, and then hopefully things might look, you know, pretty positive going into the the final seven or the final eight. Um, Facebook crew, Gary, John, thank you for the likes. Keep them coming. Uh, I always give a shout to the Facebook crew because. It's kind of, kind of a little bit of the forgotten part of our social media. We are on Facebook, we're on Instagram. In fact, what I should do, Seb, if I was, if I was, and any you could good put the links at, up or something, you know, in a rolling, post. scrolling yeah. motion. There you but, go. But I don't even know if the Facebook thing is going to show up. So there's our social media anyway. You can go and um, we're all over the place. Um, <laughs> yeah, Facebook's not even on the little scroller, so I need to update that for next time around. Um, Michael agreeing with us on the so many frees for next season. Yeah, I don't care how many we will let go. Um, we will beat most teams when it comes to wages. And um, yeah, the new ownership probably will put that money on wages. Um, bits, uh, I believe that the, the US takeover won't want a championship club looking for an investment, half price league one club, 
take them up to the championship and bingo you've doubled your investment yeah i think that's 100 yeah pretty fair though um neil you can't make money in the championship you can get my money by promoted uh the championship i guess but yeah probably if why would you you're gonna attract better players can't you you know you can you 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 get more 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 media uh coverage as well so if you can buy a side in league one get into the championship and straight away things are going to start to start to improve money wise aren't they neil and bits are continuing that debate in the comments so i believe you guys do it yeah i think it's, <laughs> it's an interesting conversation there i mean if again mark go back to mark sevens why would you bother you know why would you hate a football club seems like a really stupid thing to do anyway if you've got other interests anyway it's kind of isn't it it's like a heart versus head kind of decision isn't it it is but the yeah i mean they always say don't they don't buy a football club if you want to if you want to make money because no one ever does sometimes it's an ego thing sometimes people will like evans think it's a relatively quick fix to to flip something to them it's just an asset you can flip that asset quite quickly like you could property or something and and make a decent chunk of profit out of it but when it goes wrong as as unfortunately we've been the victims of you just sit stagnant and you, you lose a fortune um, Callum's back. Yeah, a year on from the 2-1 win at Portman Road, fourth in the league, now heading to League 2 mental. Yeah, a lot of upheaval and change at Bristol Rovers, which is a factor. And, and we, you know, we've seen it post Mick McCarthy in the championship. You, you know, you, if there's no coherent structure and there's no continuity, um, then often spirals like that happen. And it's really sad to see it. Um, but um, I'm sure Bristol Rovers will, will bounce back. They've generally seem to be run okay but yeah um, and, and fingers crossed you know it's not too late hopefully they can turn it around and get out of it because like you say they're a, a good club um lord ronald's back um gutless wonders in urgent need of physical slash fitness coach and mental yeah sport thoughts on the i think we're in desperate need of a sports psychiatrist though or psychologist we need something psychiatrist. We need, something like yeah, that. we need something that's gone back years and let's be honest they, they they've always been what we call bottle jobs i guess you know we always we never win big games and at the moment one goal means our, our, our heads completely drop on the pitch so hopefully cook's got some ideas maybe he did something at wigan i don't know wigan must have been quite mentally strong you know to to go through the second half of last season with all the all the stuff around new ownership and administration hanging over them to put that that run together they must have been very very mentally strong and you'd like to think that whatever tactics cook employed there could could, could translate here pretty pretty quickly hopefully but i think it's going to require a a clear out of this entire squad and bring fresh people in who've not been through two, three, four, five years of of mediocrity. And to that point, Michael's thoughts on Monday if Rochdale score the first goal, we'll in troll. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we yeah, that, I mean, so. that's a valid point, isn't it? As soon as we score any goal in a game, it changes things completely. If it's the first goal and it comes after the 60th minute, they've won the game, let's be honest. So let, let's start to wrap things up. Again, I want to hear your predictions, not seeing too many in the chat um, for Monday. Um, your thoughts, Seb, on what kind of formation and, and well, personnel will see there's um rock it will cave. all it will Dog all depend start, on surely yeah i've got to have no issue with that it will all depend on norwood one it that's going to come down to, to everything if norwood's fit he might stick with it again for a three five two if he does i think i'd prefer to see kenlock giving chambers some support out on the left rather than ward i think his natural energy will help a little bit more but maybe he's one of these injuries that we we we, we don't know about yet um if norwood isn't fit i think he'll revert to the four two three one with Jackson in the lone striker role and maybe Hawkins will be fit enough for the bench to come off and and, and make a bit of a, a difference in the second half, but it, it will all depend on Norwood. But I, I still think we'll win the game. I'm going to go for a, a scrappy hard fought 1-0. Callum, you can Callum, <laughs> come and join the Ipswich crew. Well, we'll have you over here. 4-0 Ipswich, Norwood Hattrick. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think Norwood might be out for that one, but um, we'll take it. Um, 
<laughs> they come uh, one nil and goal win Nord off after they go then we stagnate uh, that's probably the most that's the yeah, yeah. that's the most accurate and the most likely uh, john's album. going for a one one um michael uh, prediction parrot and dobrid start i mean i quite like to see that yeah i wouldn't mind that i mean you, energy. yeah i mean you could you, you couldn't keep the four the three five two and start dobra i don't think uh he's not a central midfielder but parrot and, and jackson potentially could start as a front two if he wants to keep it the same yeah um <laughs> surely we're due a five nil win yeah i concur and as i was saying before when you when you left us said when you left me on my own i was saying that this after 15 minutes you kind of want wanted today to be a fill your boots kind of yeah you know, we just don't have that in us do we improve the goal difference improve the confidence but we no we just don't do that do we let's be honest I mean, it takes us normally sort of 10 games to score five goals uh yeah let alone one in one game now there you go thomas holy 90th minute header Callum that'd again. be great that'd be great, great you'd love that as well I would, I would love that. Um, Biles is going for a three-one town. I, th I, I think I it's going to be a scoring three. I'm going one-nil. Yeah, one-nil. Scrappy game. Um, maybe a goal from a maybe a goal from a defender. Nciala one-nil. There you go from a corner. So, a few plugs, obviously. So um, we'll be back on Monday. I think Ben's in the hosts chair for that one. Um, that will be the normal podcast um, going through Rochdale and talking through other bits and pieces of news, including um, the um, the blue action banner and. Um, any quotes from Cook from today and any bits and pieces of news from the week. Um, so follow us on all the bits and pieces below to get details of that. Um, as we mentioned a few times, we're uh, again properly uh, going into Wayne's World mode, mode now. It's like people do things just because they're paid. It's really <laughs> sad. Um, but you can get 20% off with favourite chicken if you're in Ipswich or in Wolverhampton is my, is my nearest one. I think they're kind of generally clustered around the south. Favourite chicken, 20% um, off orders over £10 by entering the code BM. 20 at checkout um ben and joe and mikey have been pretty um, blatant in their love for their favorite chicken so go give them a look um and uh, if you want some ipswich merch through the folks at the terrace who have got a good licensing agreement some good mugs mouse mats dog bandanas um, then use our dedicated terrace link um i think it's uh, let me see if i can actually find the link that would be better wouldn't it um Nothing in terms of discounts, I'm afraid, um, but a little kick back to the channel every time you use our link. Um, I can't do that, but it's on our Twitter somewhere. Um, maybe worth waiting until we've got a discount link, which is pretty frequent. Um, so that's good. Um, Seb, where can we find you on the Twitter? At brownS08. And you can go and tell Seb to go and get a better internet connection. You can find me at Ipswich. Um, some final... Um, oh. Tony, who's Tony Robbins, Lord Ronald? I don't. I'm, not, I'm a bit nervous to put that one up. Um, Michael Warner, evening, morning to you, Michael. Two on town if we score first or second. <laughs> um, uh, there we go, and that will end on some positivity. Two one for town. Um, Seb, thank you as always. Enjoy your long Easter weekend, um, and we will be back on Monday. Say goodbye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening to the Blue Monday podcast. And thanks to those of you who have kindly supported the channel via Acast or YouTube donations. You can follow us at the usual places on social media. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get our new shows first. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, 
tell them honestly if you're going through a difficult time let them know opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference after all they are your mates for a reason let's all take a moment to talk more than football it's the promotion running everyone is gathered round to watch the mcnuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction your mates already been booked for double dipping but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.